Well, hello there. Welcome to my almost midlife crisis. I'm your host, Jennifer Mathis. This podcast is about that time in your life where you're yearning to make a change. Some call it a midlife crisis, and it can have a negative connotation. But we've been discussing all year that it doesn't have to be a bad thing. A midlife crisis can be a time to reflect and have positive change. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the pivot, that point when you finally decide to make a change. So if you're considering a pivot, but maybe you feel like you need a little support or motivation, then this one's for you. Well, here we are, less than a week from Christmas 2021. And listen, sometimes it feels like the world really hasn't changed much as we head into yet another wave of COVID-19 and we're faced with potential restrictions again. But a lot has changed, at least for me. I started this podcast back in 2021 um, after a year of struggling with the pandemic, moving my wedding multiple times, and feeling really just a bit lost and confused. I saw this podcast as my outlet for expressing exactly what I was feeling and going through. Like, well, I was almost at my midlife crisis. I started it because I really believe that I wasn't the only one that struggled with feelings of getting older, but still feeling like I'm young, which sometimes makes me feel out of place. I wasn't the only one that was feeling like there were days I questioned my current life choices and felt an itch to make a change, but I didn't really know where to start. I wasn't the only one that sometimes winced when I noticed yet another gray hair or wrinkle. And I knew I wasn't the only one that sometimes felt off balance. And so therefore, I launched my almost midlife crisis. Throughout the year, I have brought up subjects like Botox, um, how friendships change as you get older, and even the great resignation. I've talked about what it was like to be almost 40-year-old bride. Uh, and defended the side part against our fellow Gen Zers. I've sat down with an expert in gratitude, an author, and a life coach. And through all of that, I have continued on my own journey of self-discovery and reflection. I've gotten better at setting boundaries with work and in my personal life. I've started to prioritize my own happiness so that I can be there for others. I've filtered those that I give access to my time and my heart, and which, you know, leaves more room for those that bring positivity to my life. I have found courage to make these changes because let's be very clear, making change in your life can be hard, even when it's positive change. Accepting the way things are, even if you aren't totally happy, is actually the easy road. It takes zero effort to do nothing. Thinking about how things could be different or wanting things to be different takes minimal effort. But taking action, living in the uncomfortable, having tough conversations with others, and sometimes most importantly, yourself, that takes courage. And it is hard. That's what's been going on with me for this whole year. I've been making tough decisions. I've been having the hard conversations. I've been putting myself out there in my professional and my personal life. And as I sit here today, I can honestly say that I am happier today than I've been in the, well, in a long time. I feel more in control of my own happiness. So what has changed? Well, first of all, I wrote a book. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, what? Um, 
In fact, in a very short time from now, I will officially be a published author. I have always had a love for books. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to actually get in trouble for reading. Yes, you heard that correctly. I would stay up past my bedtime and I'd be reading and my mom would pretty much have to force me to turn my light off and go to sleep. I'd be reading in class. I just wasn't it wasn't what the teacher had asked me to read. It was whatever I wanted. I actually used to hide a book within a book. So it looked like I was reading the textbook, but I was actually reading probably a babysitter's club book or something. I had drawers filled with books. And throughout my life, I've really continued my love affair with books. I love a book that grabs you in the first chapter and that you just cannot put down. I mean, two of my favorites are Gone Girl and Shantaram. Gone Girl, I pretty much like lost sleep reading because it'd be like two in the morning. I'd have to go to work the next day and I'm like, I just have to finish this chapter. And Shantaram brings all of the feels. Like, I mean, you're mad, you're happy. There's a love story. There's, you know, it's sad. It's it's exciting. I mean, if you have not read Shantaram, you need to. I highly recommend uh, both of them. But throughout all of this, I've always wanted to write a book and I've always wanted to be an author, but I've always wondered what the hell would I write? And I question why would anyone read my book? Who am I to write a book? And then COVID happened and we went into shutdown and I started a journal. I wanted to record what it was like living through the pandemic at the time instead of relying on my memory, which let's face it, has seen better days. Now, I never thought uh, it would have lasted this long, Um, but needless to say, I kept writing the journal, and the last entry was when I got my vaccine shot, Um, because I thought that was the beginning of the end, which, wow, uh, was I wrong? (laughs) I think we all were wrong. So this journal was really meant to be for myself. That's why I started it. I never thought about publishing it, and then you know, I was researching, how do I turn this into a hard copy so I could keep it for myself? Because I was writing it all on my computer. And I really started to notice that there was this lack of personal accounts of the pandemic. Like all of the books, if you just Google COVID books, were all about how we got here from a political or from a scientific perspective. But there weren't any books that was that was about what it's really like, like as a human being, right, living through it. So I decided to turn it into an actual book. So since June, I have been writing or working with a publisher to get it together. And we are now in the final stages just before publication. So, you know, likely in the first quarter of 2022, I will officially be a published author. So check that off the bucket list. And speaking of bucket list items, also in January of 2022, I will be a professor. Yep. (laughs) I accepted an adjunct professor role at Loyola University teaching media planning to juniors and seniors uh, within the advertising and and comm school. So teaching is also something I've always had a love for, dating back to when I would hold class for my stuffed animals as a kid. And now I finally get to live out my dream of being a teacher, hopefully in person, hopefully not remote. Um, But I'm thrilled and I cannot wait to start. I have also quit my job. Yep, I am officially a member of the Great Resignation. And this is the first time in my life I have quit without another job lined up, um, which is terrifying, um, but also exhilarating because this is the first time in my life I quit because I knew it wasn't the right fit for me anymore, not because I had a better offer. 
And it's amazing how quickly your circumstances change when you make a decision based on what you need. It is no secret that advertising is tough. I've been doing it for over 15 years. I get it. It can be long hours, stressful, exhausting, but it can also be fascinating and exciting. It's a career that's filled with the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. There is never a dull moment. And the second you feel like you are an expert, something changes and you go right back into learning mode. To be truly successful in this industry um, and also as a leader, I think it requires humility, which sometimes unfortunately can be hard to come by. You know, over the years, I have learned a lot about myself through my work. I've learned what boundaries are, (laughs) that I have some, Um, they exist. I've learned how to pick myself back up after falling down. I've learned how to succeed with grace. I've learned how to motivate others, even when sometimes it's hard to motivate myself. I've learned how to lead with empathy, and I have found my voice. I've learned what helps me be at my best and what's important to me, and I've learned when it's time to walk away. These are hard lessons learned, but they've all led me to where I am today as a Gold Coast lady who lunches. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But as someone that is ready for their next chapter and at peace with their decision, I don't know yet what that next chapter, uh, that next chapter holds or where it will lead me, but I know myself better today than I ever had. And therefore, I trust myself to make the right decision. So after a year of doing this podcast and 40 episodes later, I finally, I think in the middle of my midlife crisis, and you know what? It feels fucking great. Change is good. Change is freeing. Change is powerful. But first, it requires you to take the time and think about what you want, what is serving you and and what isn't. What do you need? You don't have to have all the answers. You don't even have to have the rest of your life planned out. You really just need to know your first step and then you need to take it. Trust yourself. Trust that you know what's best for you and you have the ability to pivot as many times as you want or need to get where you wanna go. So what is it that inspires you? What do you wish you could do and what's stopping you? Will 2022 be the year you finally do it? Take that first step. I'm going to be right here with you. Thank you for listening today and throughout my first year of this podcast as I've tested formats and links and sound equipment, all of it. Please review, follow, and share to those that you think would enjoy it. You can find the written version on myalmostmidlifecrisis.com or follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Next week, I'm going to be releasing like a highlight reel of some of my favorite chapters from this year. So tune in and let me know if you had others that maybe were your favorites. Until next time.